What is up, everyone, and welcome to Combo's Court, and I am Combo. You know the vibes. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We are here. Today's show, Mr. Fomer Simpson returns to Combo's Court to talk, you know it, sneakers, man. We discuss the Nike Air Dunks wave, top sneakers of 2022, is the 990 V6 actually the greatest sneaker ever? And Mr. Fulmer Simpson's own uncivilized sneaker. He talks about all that and more. Just a fantastic conversation with Foamy. You can catch Foamy on Twitter at Mr. Fulmer Simpson. You can catch him on YouTube and Instagram as well at that same very name. That's MR. F-O-A-M-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. You catch me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. And you can catch me on Twitter at Combo's Court. Same name as the podcast. C-O-M-B-O-S-C-O-U-R-T. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Simpson in the building, combos go. We're here, man. Here, what's the vibes? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Listen, people don't know. People don't know what I went through to, to get on this podcast today, man. Well, this, you know, you know, Combo Nation appreciates you, man. Hey, man. You know, I appreciate Combo Nation, man. So, 2022 is over, man. Um, yep. I feel like, and you're more tapped into sneaker culture than I am, that the Jordan 1 phased out a little bit and the dunks was the wave. I want to tell you my background with the dunks. It was even before <laughs> I met you in school. Okay. So I saw some red and white ones. And this is back before StockX, right? Like you couldn't get Jordan 1s whenever you felt like it. You know what I mean? Right. They didn't right, have right, right. Um, re-releases and retros at the time. So I saw these white and red Dunks high top, and they look like Jordan ones to me, and it's the Bulls colors, so I cop them. You know they do look a lot alike, and do you see that as well? I mean the Air Force One kind of looks like them as well. Do you see that? And did you see a wave, a trend of dunks? Because as I said, you're more tapped into sneaker culture than I am, but just being outside, I see a lot of people with dunks on. Oh no, definitely dunks. Dunks have gone crazy, and it is. I mean, it's essentially you know you take a Jordan one. You take a dunk. It's essentially the same damn sneaker. It's the same look. Um, so, I mean, you know, even the the outsole has the same pattern on it. So, right. Uh, very, very similar looks. I do think that the Jordan one cooled off a little bit. I mean, I still think the hyped up colorways or collaboration type stuff. I still think that those would do numbers. But yeah, I, I mean, I think the sneaker that I saw the most in 2022 was the Panda Dunk low, the, the that black and white pair that continued to 
re-release and re-release and re-release all through the year kind of felt like that was almost like uh the new air force one in a way where it was just like i just saw them on everybody's feet so um yeah i think there was a little bit of a transition there but to your point kind of the same sneaker so it's not that much of a transition do you feel like you started the wave because i think you had a video saying everyone should have these dunks right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that but uh no man i i uh you know you gotta have a pair of dunks in the arsenal you know you gotta have uh you gotta have one nearby the i'm trying to think what what uh I kind of haven't been wearing a lot of dunks or Jordan ones lately. I'm trying to think. Um, I kind well, of you have my- you have a pair of pandas, right? Uh, I do have a pair, yeah. But I've kind of been in my Air Max bag, bro. Okay. Yeah, I kind of been in. You know, I, I mean, went back to my roots. Nike Air Max. Uh, very, very New York of you. Very New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's probably what it is, man. I, I, I just recently put out. Uh, the five best sneakers of the year, you know, our list, uh, me and my brother buckets and number one was, was a pair of air maxes. So there you have it. So talk to me, tell me about the other four, the other four. Let me see if I can go off memory here. So, uh, you know, cause my, my opinion changes depending on the day, man. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I want to say the five were the, uh, Air Max One that Concepts did. Uh, it's a Boston-based boutique, and they did a collaboration. Uh, was kind of based on like uh, uh, Woodstock and and music festivals back in the day. There was a bunch of different patterns and materials, and I just thought they were really dope. Um, number two was another collaboration. It was the Ama Manier Jordan Four couple burgundy hits burgundy boys gang 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 you know how i do Foam um, burgundy Foam burgundy you know <laughs> if you know you know it's uh just, just really really like a really premium jordan four so i dig those uh the jordan one lost and found which i guess jordan ones that th- i guess that was my point like those went crazy so yeah jordan ones did cool off a little bit but anytime jordan brand puts some cool storytelling or a dope colorway or whatever, um, they're still going to do numbers. So uh, those were on the list. It was the whole theme behind those was it's, uh, you know, the classic Chicago colorway, but they kind of were aged a little bit. And they even had like this old receipt that came in the box that was basically like if you found an original pair from the 80s and you found them now, like tucked off in the back of some mom and pop sneaker boutique uh, and you found this old pair and you just happened to stumble across them. So I thought that was cool. Um, The uh, Joe Fresh Goods, uh, New Balance, uh, he, well, he did really, you could kind of take your pick because he did a couple really dope New Balance collaborations. Fire. Um, Yeah. uh, Again, storytelling. I'm a sucker for the storytelling, man. Like I like, I like the uh, the storytelling aspect of it where, you know, he did this whole thing with, you know, um, inside voices. And, and that really kind of resonated with me because my mom was always yelling at us. We lived in a studio, <laughs> studio apartment. So she was always yelling at us to, you know, use our inside voices and not talk so loud. So um, 
and then what was the fifth? The fifth was that's four, right? What was the okay? Fifth? This might be the fifth, but it might not be. But I'll tell you what I've been wearing lately, and so, I want you to tell me where you rank them in terms of sneakers all time. The 990 V6 New Balance. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have those on the list just because number one, I mean, but they, they probably should have been. And yes, that is the sneaker. There's two sneakers that I've worn more than any other sneaker this year. And that is uh, the 990 V6 Pro- probably would have been number one had they released earlier in the year. Um, and the Concepts Air Max one that, that I mentioned a few minutes ago, the, the 990 is a staple. Man, the 990 is an absolute classic. Anytime they come out with a new iteration, um, it's kind of exciting. You know, they don't tweak too much, but they tweak it enough to where you can get excited about it. Um, so, I mean, I love the V5. I love the V4. So, you know, the V6 is kind of just the next in line. But happy to see, man. So, so, so combo, combo Nation is now 990 fans. Big time, bro. Big time. And, you yeah. know, I ran the hell in my V5s yesterday. They're super beat up. So yeah. I run in those things. And then the V6s are fresh right now, you know, because I just got them. But they are super comfy. Like, all I'm thinking, like, I'll just be walking down the street and just thinking about my feet and thinking about my feet are living in luxury right now. Very, very, very luxurious. It's funny, too, right? When you get a new pair of sneakers, it's like, you know, you don't want to mess them up. And right. Then- I'm not sure what the threshold is, what that point is. You get a scuff on them, and you're like, ah, all right, workout shoes now. Ah, next thing you know, you're hooping in them. Not that you'd be hooping in those, but, hey, listen, you probably could, bro. You probably could. There's a dude in the league. I forget. uh, Is it Cephalosha that hoops in Air Max 90s? Yes. Is that gangster or is that whack? It's not whack. Okay. I don't think it's whack. All right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's out there. I mean, damn. Air, hooping in Air Max 90s. I think Gilbert hooped in some designers. I forgot bro, which ones, though. Gilbert was hooping in some crazy stuff. I mean, <laughs> P.J. Tucker hoops in crazy stuff because he, I mean, he was hooped in Yeezys and uh, uh, the Red Octobers. I mean, well, he's hooped in a few different pairs of Yeezys. But he also hoops in, like, old Jordans and stuff like, like those are not like, I know they're technically basketball sneakers, but those are not sneakers you want to hoop in, in 2022 or 2023. So, uh, Hey man, fashion first. Yeah. I mean, I was watching the last dance and Jordan's feet were bleeding from where the woods, right? That was crazy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> so wait, the one last thing on the, um, V six, do you feel like, cause you've argued they're the greatest sneaker line ever, right? I've argued that it is the greatest sneaker ever. Yes. Wow. Amazing. Now, let me ask you, um, is that from maturity? Because let's say, obviously, the V6s weren't out when, like, let's say we were in school together. Right. Um, do you think if they would have released back then, you would have been as high on them? So, yes and no. So, I'll tell you a little story about me that you don't know. Um it's not an exciting story. Don't worry. But <laughs> so listen, I used to, there used to be a new balance store by Bryant park. Okay. And I used to, I mean, you know, I'm from hell's kitchen. It's, it's, it's not that far away. I used to go to the new balance store. We're talking like I was probably like 
talking like 12, 13 years old. And I would go in there and it felt so luxurious to me. Okay. Like New Balances weren't really like cool per se at that time, but I used to go in there and I would try on these different models and they were really expensive. Like they were expensive sneakers, you know, made in the USA, all these premium materials. And it was so different than what I was used to that somehow I just found myself gravitating towards that New Balance store. And man, I know they were sick of me because I would go in there. I didn't have any money. I would go in there. I would ask to try stuff on, you know, it was some disgruntled old dude that didn't even want to be there that was pissed off that I was asking questions. And um, I think eventually they might have kind of kicked me out. But <laughs> but I, I, I say all that to say that even back then, I was, there was something about the way a New Balance sneaker was made that really resonated with me. Like the quality, the craftsmanship, I didn't necessarily know it at the time or how to verbalize it, but I knew that I liked them. So I don't think I would appreciate them the way I do now, but I still did appreciate them. The thing is now, and the reason why I've argued that it's could be considered the best sneaker of all time is because they really do have a lot of versatility to them. I mean, you know, they even have the whole 990 uh, shtick. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were where they said, uh, you know, worn by uh, supermodels in London and dads in Ohio. And <laughs> it kind of just shows you the spectrum that the sneaker kind of encompasses. And I think with the whole dad sneaker wave, you know, that that trend becoming popular over the past few years, obviously that's helped the 990 because it is almost the dadliest of dad sneakers. Um, but all day comfort is out of this world. And I don't know. Tell me if you know what I'm talking about here, if you feel me. Like, some sneakers are comfortable for a little while. They're comfortable when you're doing something. They're comfortable to work out in. They're comfortable to hoop in. They're comfortable. But by the end of the day, you kind of find yourself like, man, I got to I gotta let my dogs breathe. I got to get these off my feet. And with the 990... It's not as cushy as like an ultra boost or it's not, but for all day comfort, me, myself, and I'm a big dude. I haven't found anything as good as those to date. So for that reason, they also last forever. You know, like you put on a pair of Jordans uh, that's 10 years old them things are going to fall apart on you, man. Yeah. Um, you know, you put on a pair of Air Maxes, man, I had saved a pair of Air Maxes. I bought them. I had always wanted them. I, you know, they were maybe 10 years old and I bought them and then I put them on ice for a little while. Man, the first time I wore them, the midsole started just, just coming apart. So uh, I just feel like New Balance, the 990 specifically, is made better. It lasts longer. It's premium. Like you said, you're walking down the street. You're at Combo, New York City. The wind is in your hair. The world is your oyster. You yes. got the 90s, you got the V6 on your feet, and I, I don't know, is anybody in that moment living better than you? The Absolutely not. Not, not even yeah, close. Probably not. Yeah, probably not, bro. So um, that's what it's all about.
<laughs> you know, it's crazy you say, and I talk about your feet are living in luxury. When you get the box, you feel like New Balance cares about you. You do, man. You feel you get all warm and tingly inside, man. You feel <laughs> like it's uh, it's a different experience. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of waves. Like, we just talked about the dunk waves. Do you feel like you could predict where the wave will be going in 2023? Um, always hard to predict a little bit, especially because I haven't been as much on that side of it. Like, I think people... Um, you know, obviously like the big brands and stuff, but, you know, even stores like sneaker stores, I, you know, kind of have to really stay on top of that kind of stuff. But I think for, I, I, so I, I can tell you kind of where I'm going and that is a little bit more tech heavy, like a little bit more of that mm. performance look, um, different sneaker brands that I like and different, you know, and even, even the uh, the 990 V6, I feel like it has a little bit more of a. It has a little bit more of that tech vibe to it. It's more. It's more sports carish. Exactly. Exactly. It's got like a you know because it is is it is very much a dad shoe like kind of at its core like aesthetically, but I feel like with this one, they spruced it up a little bit. You know, it's like if if I don't know what's a dad car like a Subaru. It's kind of like they, they they threw like a spoiler on the back of the Subaru. They maybe put some some rims on the Subaru, and that's kind of how the V6 feels to me. So I think that that is kind of where the trend is going a little bit, that aesthetic. We've probably talked about this before, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, you make an argument that the 990 V6 is the greatest sneaker ever, but when we're just talking about basketball in terms of basketball performance. Right. What do you think is the greatest sneaker ever? No looks involved. Doesn't matter whose signature shoe it is. I'm just talking Ooh. about straight performance. What's the greatest yeah. sneaker ever? That's an incredible question. It's so hard for me to answer this in an unbiased way. I think I think there's nobody that can answer that in an unbiased way. Because uh, um, you know, you and I, right? You know, we're hoopers before anything else. When right. When I think of it, and that was what attracted me to sneakers, you know, Penny Hardaway and the Penny Ones. It was because of my love for basketball that I think I gravitated towards that. And during that time, athletes, you know, whether it was Penny or Jordan or Iverson or Pippen or whoever it was, or Jerry Stackhouse with the Fila, like, you know, whatever it was, Grant Hill, th that was what pushed you towards the sneakers. I think it's a little bit different now, but so when I think about a basketball sneaker, I automatically think of, you know, like I caught my first dunk in a pair of Iverson. So I'm always kind the of the answer, the answers to the questions, the answers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I caught, caught my first dunk in, in, in a pair of answers. And so I guess I, I'll preface it with that for me. My favorite pair is the Kobe six. That, okay. That's just for me. But I also, there's a special place for me for the Adidas pro model. You know, I, the, the, the pro model, and you'll remember this, of you course. know, back then, you know, almost every AAU team, uh, you know, 
you know, at school, that's what we wore. That's what, you know, we were in Adidas school. So, um, but do you, but do you, do you really think they could compete with today's sneakers? I, you know, it's been so long since I put a pair of pro models on, <laughs> right. And, you know, I, I know they did pretty recently. They did, you know, spin the block and bring back like a new version of them. I think I, I didn't get a pair or play in them. Um, in general, the answer is no. In general, you know, the technology from, you know, even, you know, 10 years ago is not as good as the technology today. If, 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 if I take all bias out of it, the sneaker that I felt was the most complete was the Jordan 29. Wow. The Jordan 29 just from uh you know covering all bases kind of thing but you know like anything we get used to certain stuff like you know i've been driving an suv for a while now and i don't know if i could go back to a car even if the car was quote unquote better you know what i mean because i've just become used to it so i i got so used to the kobe six i love the kobe six you know i love kobe um, Kobe's gone now. I'm even more attached to the Kobe six. Um, it, the looks wise, I love it. My favorite colorway is the Grinch, which, you know, that adds to it for me because it's such a spicy colorway. And, you know, are they better than the Jordan 29? No, I don't think so. But for me, I'm more comfortable in them. If that makes sense. Like I'm more used to them. If you're a Hooper, it's, impossible to not to not be biased like because you're hooping in them so you can't speak for anybody else really right and and you associate the moments that you've had in them yeah with with said sneakers so i you know with all that said i think the best basketball sneaker sneaker i've ever hooped in is probably the jordan 29 i think my favorite is the kobe six foamy i mean Social media, I feel, in my opinion, you're an expert in social media, right? Hey, I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. Yeah. Thank you. Twitter, man. What? How do you feel about the changes that have been made to Twitter in 2022? Because I find it interesting. I don't think it's ever been – I mean, you have a lot larger following that, than a lot of people that were verified, right? And I'm sure right. a goal of yours was never to be verified on Twitter. Uh, I think me and you were thinking about things a little bit bigger than that, you know? Right. But right. I would say, like, how does one feel when – Maybe their goal was to be verified, and then all of a sudden you're verified when you pay eight dollars a month. Right, I don't know. right. Just the whole thing seems like weird to me a little bit. What are your thoughts on where Twitter is going? Yeah, it's a little weird. My man Elon pulled up and 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 tried to shake the game up. Um, I could understand people being pissed off about it, you know, because it does kind of uh, take. You know, and this is something that we see in sneakers too, right? Like just to parallel it, like say you have this really limited sneaker, something that was really hard to get. It has a lot of, you know, resale value to it. It's it's very sought after. And then if Nike, say, re-releases it and floods the market, it's kind of like, damn, you kind of just took all the the cool facts. Ah, uh, you, you messed it up for those people that had them when they were tough to get. Right, exactly. You kind of messed the game up. So it's it's kind of the same thing, right? He kind of took the, I don't know what the right word is, but the 
exclusivity of the, the prestige is, is it prestige the right word prestige is a good word bro prestige is a good word so he took the prestige out of it a little bit now i have heard some things about how the paid for checks are going to be a different color or okay. one's going to be a circle and one's going to be a box i don't know I, you know listen the the whole verified thing you know if i'm keeping it a bean like my account should have been verified because you know i actually had people impersonating uh you know the phone i mean system. that was that was the biggest reason for verifying somebody like because you didn't want to see fake pages popping up i mean somebody made a fake baby combo page she should be verified exactly and you know and 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 that's the thing i mean definitely hashtag uh verify uh baby combo <laughs> like, like come on man like what are we doing out here um so you know it was never something that i cared about too much i would have liked to have it because it just add would add some uh you know legitimacy it, it, it makes it easy you know some of those uh you know imposter pages you know, it was but crazy. also, but also, somebody might be thinking like, "Is that really Foamy Simpson?" You no, know facts, what I mean? Facts. Yeah. And and it's like, and and some of the bootleg pages were, you know, running around, and, and I could even see people that I knew were actually following them because initially they thought that they were real pages and they weren't. So, you know, it is what it is. It's never something uh, that I've put too much stock in. I was offered verifications, uh, you know, for a price. And I never paid up, uh, you know, I, I never thought it was something that that paying for. And, and this is, you know, a whole lot more than eight dollars a month. You know, you had to pay, you know, thousands. I won't get into all that. But wait, so so Twitter reached out. Somebody who had a connect that Twitter reached out gotcha. and and said, yo, pay X amount and, you know, you, you'll be verified, you know within yeah, a week yeah. or two so you know to me that felt cheesy so um i never did do that uh um, yeah i mean i I've, I've had people reach out as well so you, I know, yeah. you know yeah exactly it happens and and so for me it was more so like yo listen like if they don't think i'm verify worthy then i'm just gonna keep doing my thing i'm eventually they will and so that was kind of like you know the the, mm -hmm. the angle i took on it i i, I uh I totally understand people buying the blue checks now, though, because, you know, even though it's been dumbed down, it it still does add at, at least at first glance. It does add some legitimacy. Now, if you click on the blue check, you can see if they paid for it or not. But at, at first glance, you do still see a blue check. And so I understand people doing it. I'm not going to do it myself, but I understand, especially a small brand. Or, or, or someone who's trying to build something, I'm not knocking anybody. So uh, it is what it is. But yeah, e Elon came in and, you know, he, 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 he likes and, to stir the pot, that guy. And also, I mean, he's making $8 a month from a lot of people. So, you know, I, I understand facts. it from his side. <laughs> no, facts. Yeah, no, I'm, he, he's a business guy. So um, that's, you, you, you add up all that bread. They, you know, that's a lot of shekels, bro. Big shekels, my G. Okay, let's bring it full circle. I need to talk about the uncivilized sneaker. Let's do I it, need man. to talk about because I was actually jump roping this morning in my socks and it made wow. me think of your sneaker. Is that the premise of your sneaker? Because I've read the email from, yep. you know, knees over toes guys. And I was super excited when I saw it. But yep. tell me more about the sneaker. 
and tell me what's in store for 2023. Okay, cool. I'll give you the quick rundown. So uh, we teamed up with uh, Ben, knees over toes guy, uh, a former basketball teammate, uh, one of our really, really, really good friends. And uh, just we kind of came together organically. Uh, We were talking about it and we were like, man, let's do a sneaker. And uh, it was actually his idea to do it. And he knows we're in the sneaker space and, you know, buckets. My brother and I had been wanting to do a sneaker for a while. Weren't really sure what direction to go. And we were like, damn, this is the universe talking to us. So basically what we set out to do was create this lifestyle performance type sneaker that offered something that's not really out there. And, you know, you're familiar with knees over toes guy for those who aren't, he's got some, you know, really ahead of the curve type uh, approach to uh, body health and fitness and, you know, all of that stuff. It's stuff that I know works because, you know, he saved my knees. My knees were cooked from years and years of basketball. And, um, you know, I feel better now than, than I did 15 years ago. And that's a true statement. So, um, he had a couple, um, things that he wanted to implement in this sneaker. And then it was our job to kind of handle the design aspect of it. Uh, shouts to, uh, Jacob Schaffner, who's the sneaker designer for it. Um, he did a really good job and basically it's kind of the in-between between a modern sneaker that you would go into a store and, and buy and a barefoot sneaker, which is basically, like you said, jump roping in your socks, right? So with the, you know, we talk about the New Balance 990 and, and how good it is, and you got that chunky midsole and a lot of cushioning. Well, for foot health, you actually don't want to have your foot cushioned all the time, all the time. It's like, you know, you look at like baby's feet, right? And like they walk around barefoot and like, you know, the flexibility in their feet and it, it, it's, it's such a more natural state. So we wanted to try to find that happy medium to where you weren't walking around barefoot, but it wasn't so much cushioning. It wasn't so much rigidity, if that's even a word. It allowed for more ankle flexion and really what we tried to do is mimic the natural shape of the foot and the natural state of the foot and uh and i think we did that so uh we have the prototype that's out right now uncivilizedsneaker.com you you know you can buy a pair limited sizing i, I will say uh for anybody listening we only have uh whole sizes right now, full sizes. So no half sizes. If you do wear a half size, please size up because they do run really, really, really true to size. And if you're a half size, they're going to be too tight. So if you wear an 11 and a half, buy a 12. If you wear a 10 and a half, buy an 11, et cetera, et cetera. So I think we really got something. I think it's going to be a huge thing. I'm not even just saying that because we're involved with it. And because we helped create it, I think that it's going to change the game. I don't think there's another shoe like it out right now. Like I said, there's barefoot sneakers. Sure. There's, you know, Nike Air Maxes. Sure. But I don't think there's this. 
uh, with the, the aspects that we've implemented and the features that we have. I just don't think it really exists right now. And another thing, man, um, you know, I, you know, I don't do too much, uh, pat myself on the back. You know me, you know that I'm a humble dude, but I do think we got to acknowledge and recognize the fact that, man, we're just a few dudes, man. And to make a sneaker is really, really, really difficult. This would have never been possible 10 years ago before social media being what it is now, before the internet being what it is now, we would have never had the platform to do it. We would have never had, we would have never even been able to find a manufacturer to make the sneaker. So it's, it's, it's one thing for the big brands to do it, but anybody who's in the space, anybody who knows what it takes to make a sneaker, your own sneaker, your own silhouette with, you know, um, it's not like we are building off something that exists. We had to basically build it from scratch and it's really, really hard to do. So I'm proud of the team and proud that we were able to make it happen. And right now, like I said, it's the prototype. It will, there will be different versions and iterations, just like the 990 V4, V5, V6, you know, nice. there, there, there will be uh, some different, versions moving forward but uh shouts to everyone who's copped a pair and is supporting uh shouts to everyone who uh cops a pair in the future it's something we're super excited about it it's 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 the thing we're most excited about so um didn't mean to ramble there or talk your head off but that's kind of the short version uh of the sneaker how it came to be and kind of where we're at with it now i could hear you talk about this all day listen to you talk about this all day it's amazing and i'm super proud of you um, it's just you, crazy that, you know, from a YouTube channel that you started, it could create opportunities that you probably couldn't even imagine when you started the channel. Nuts, bro. It, it, it really is nuts. Like, it's, it, it's crazy. Like, I do sometimes, you know, I'm not like a super emotional guy, but there are moments in this journey where I've just been like, damn, man, I, I, I do feel a little emotional because we started this from scratch, just like you started the podcast from scratch and, and, and your whole journey. And, you know, we've corresponded uh, kind of throughout. So, you know, I know about your journey and you know about mine, but it's number one, it's not easy. Number two, when my brother and I started the YouTube channel, we, we, we didn't have a pot to piss in, man. We were broke. We both had knee surgeries. We didn't know what the next move was. We didn't even have a living room couch. We were sleeping on the floor, man. So the fact that we've been able to, build it, stay true to ourselves, not have to do things that, you know, we thought compromised our integrity or anything like that. Like we've been able to kind of work together, stay true, work with our friends, you know, uh, whether it's you and me on this podcast now, me and you go back, go back damn near to the sandbox days. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, so being able to do this type, I think it's incredible. I would have never dreamed you know, that you and I would be sitting here doing this, that I would have the opportunities I have. I mean, my brother and I just bought a building, you know, for the new studio. Like that's, I was, you know, 10 years ago, you know, we were sleeping on the floor, didn't even have a couch. So it, it, it really is. I, I think it's important to always be pushing for bigger goals and new goals. But I also think it's important to kind of stop and smell the roses and kind of pat yourself on the back and say, damn kid, you came a long way. So, um, 
I'm, I'm excited, man. 2023 is going to be a hell of a year, uh, you know, for us, for you. And uh, I'm happy to be here, bro. I'm happy to be here as well, Mike. Thanks so much for taking the time. Yep. You're always welcome back. I'm super proud of you, bro. Talk soon, Likewise. Man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Later. There it is. Another episode of Combo's Court is in the books. Thank you to everyone who tunes into Combo's Court across the globe. Big shouts to Foamy for joining in. We always appreciate you. Combo Nation, don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button if you haven't already. Be on the lookout for episode 436. Combo, out.